We are The Coffee Podcast, where our focus is people and our language is coffee. Hitting up that Papua New Guinea. That's What's right. up? That's right. Yeah, that's what we're drinking, in case you were curious. Second week in a row, I think. This is like the only coffee I've been drinking for days. Dude, PNG is really good right now. They're killing it this year, I've bro. Had, I've had two this year, and I don't both have been that. spectacular. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> So what what's uh what's your TDS on this? Uh, uh, TDS about one point three six. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So we're actually kidding right now. We're not TDS snobs. In fact, we're trying to destroy the culture of snobbiness. That's right. And we're trying to get rid of it before it destroys specialty coffee. Which what is that? What is specialty coffee? We brought up this topic last week, um, which is funny because we haven't really talked about what specialty coffee is right but we have had some really awesome uh feedback and comments regarding that which is very cool uh glad to see you guys um you know sharing your thoughts well um let's go ahead and start with something that's going to be a little funny we're going to have wes try to guess the motto on the website of the scaa well i think you've got to give me a hint no no hints what's it start with i uh, it starts with uh, with a B. Be mindful of. Was that close? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. Oh, give me more of a hint. It has to do with coffee. Um, the word coffee is in it. Because coffee does not grow on trees. <laughs> I don't know, man. What is it? It's. Oops. <laughs> it's because great coffee doesn't just happen. Wow, I was close. Which, I don't know why it's taken us this long to have that quote here. But I think that's, that's a new totally... quote, man. I think it might be. I don't know. I don't that does not know. look familiar. It's on the front website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right above the the reinventing the coffee flavor wheel. Anyway, which is brand new. Have you guys seen the new flavor wheel? I yeah, mean, who hasn't? It's we just, gotta hook that up on the it's link. Awesome. Yeah, guys. Very cool. We are the Coffee Podcast. We're here talking about what is specialty coffee. Um, that's right. So let's move into it. I think the first topic we have to kind to kind of address, well, actually I have one written here, but we're going to address something else first. Okay. Is that without any standard how do you how do you gauge whether or not something is specialty, right? There's got to be some kind of standard. You can't just like be like, "Well, hey, you got really good this and that sometimes, so you guys are specialty." That's not really how it works, I would argue. Okay. Um, hmm. and I'm also going to say that if you're not SCAA certified or a certified shopper, it doesn't mean you're not specialty. So it's like we have to keep this in mind. If you're not associated with SCAA, or if you are and you're not, <laughs> yeah, you got a squeaky <laughs> chair. Or if you know, you know, these things don't just define you. You don't like get a certificate and like all of a sudden it's magical and you don't have to work at it. So that's right. Let's put that at the beginning and let's start with experience. Uh, Wes, mm. I want you to recall the best specialty coffee experience. And I'm not talking like, let's not go too deep because we'll end up covering some of the other topics. But like, I'm talking atmosphere. I'm talking hmm. um, like what is something you would say is just so important to have in specialty coffee? Is there a certain atmosphere, a little ambiance? 
Is there like <laughs> I think it's a it's a um passion. Okay. So yeah, so like walking in and feeling like everybody who's there is pa- or or maybe even behind the counter mainly right. is passionate about the coffee. Which well, means, well let ahead. me just let me tell you why why specialty coffee to me and passion completely go together. And it's because I'm sure most of you guys know, but I do not work um, in a cafe experience. So a lot of my coffee walk is very personal, um, like with home brewing and stuff. Um, so I'm I'm very passionate about coffee, and I'm you know I've got an extreme, uh, you know, thing going with that. But what I do love about going into a cafe is when I can see passionate baristas behind the, the counter. And I think passion goes, you know, far beyond just the barista serving your drink. You know, passion has to go into the farming, has to go into the picking, it has to go into the right, uh, the processing, it has to go into the mill. I mean, pretty much every step of the way, there's got to be passion involved to really, truly make something special. Totally, yeah. And and so you actually, thank you for refocusing because I was foc- I was naturally going to incline towards. Uh, you know, industry and coffee shop. So mm-hmm. yeah, specialty coffee goes far beyond the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Wes said, it's, uh, and we're going to get to that, but it's about quality um, overall. It's about passion throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've covered some of these topics before, but we just have never been so flagrant, which is why we're covering this now. So yeah. um, let's kind of just knock out a few more things under experience. So Coffee snobs, something we've talked about. Sure. Maybe you haven't heard that episode. You can go back and listen to it. Yep. It's kind of controversial, but coffee snobs destroy specialty coffee. I hmm. mean, I really think they're they're poison. Okay. To, they're, they're yeah. You know, what's the phrase? You poison my water. The, <laughs> the water hole. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. That's I don't right. know. It's That's the right. snake in the proverbial boot. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah. The point is, coffee snobbiness, I just have talked to so many people who will not return to sp- particular coffee shops because yep. there was a snob behind the counter. And they're mm-hmm. they're so firm. These uh, customers or guests are so firm about not going back. I'm like, you have to. The coffee's, you know, maybe it's really good at some place. I'm like, you have to go back, give it a second chance. They're like, no, I'm not going back. Yeah, because the experience was not good enough it's for them to go It's such a back. deal breaker. So it, it ruins the entire specialty experience. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. It puts a damper on it. So I would argue if you're a snobby shop and all your baristas are snobby, you're not a specialty shop. You no, like, it just you need to refocus. You got to refocus. Oh yeah. Regroup, team huddle, and uh, you know keep making good coffee. But it. But I will also say that when you look at other specialty services in food industry at all hospitality is so important yes very so true. if you're missing hospitality i'm gonna flat out say i don't i don't consider you specialty oh there that, that that's that that's that's jesse's opinion very good um <laughs> atmosphere so we talked last week about sonic seasoning sonic um, seasoning. so walking into a shop uh wes what do you think about like and this is going to sound super shallow and on <sighs> the topic but like music and a level of noise and um, what are your expectations? I will say that I would I would prefer walking into a quieter shop with um, not plenty of uh, you know conversations going on. I guess 
Okay. I don't know. But see, I don't go to cafes too often. And, you know, some of the cafes I frequent a lot of the times are, you know, filled with uh, students and, you know, friends and business meetings. And it's pretty noisy to me. And in fact, sure. I'll, I'll grab my coffee and usually try and sit outside where it's quiet, you know, or. I, yeah, I, so I definitely. That's, I, I that's definitely me. That. So I, you know, the coffee, the cafe, the, the ambience, I don't know. I mean, as long as really what I look at is, you know, the, the person behind the counter, uh, you know, the vibe and the experience and the passion, you know, whatever that I'm feeling off of them. And then, you know, what's in the cup. Sure. So, I mean, for me, I want to hear, you, you know, like I, I walk in, I think the atmosphere's just got to kind of be either quiet or lively. Like there's okay. that in-between awkward where it's like there's music pumping, but then like everybody's <laughs> on their computer and that yeah. atmosphere of like not community. It's like just, I see. you know what I mean? It's yeah, like you yeah. walk in and you're like, what is really going on? So here? you like to see like, uh, you know, people conversing and, you know, uh, a community based cafe right and i think a healthy specialty shop is going to have people talking people standing at the bar talking about the coffee sure talking to the baristas baristas talking to the guests baristas checking on gas um those sorts of things wi-fi or no wi-fi uh probably a little bit of wi-fi but like just just a small smidgen of wi-fi a, yeah like some kind of <laughs> not like fully system. wi-fi not fully Wi-Fi. Some <laughs> uh, some system where it's like encouraging people to not pee on their computers the entire time. Okay. Um, I think yeah, the I, I, yeah, I don't really like going into a cafe and you know ninety percent of the building is occupied by people on their laptop. It's a turnoff. You know? It's yeah. a real like. It's like they're they're really not here for the coffee. They're just here for the Wi-Fi. Yeah, they're there to look cool because they're in a they're in a coffee shop that brews good coffee it's like it's really strange what that does to the experience but and there's the whole conversation of you you buy a cup of coffee for two dollars and then you sit there for three hours oh yeah and you're basically stealing office space yeah. but i there's a time there's a time and appropriate relationships you might have with different people that maybe make that okay but hmm. in general I, I the community aspect of coffee is is really what i push for so i i err on the side of saying community 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 Perfect. so awesome. um i think the overall look walking into a shop again we're talking about specialty coffee what makes specialty coffee specialty coffee what makes coffee it special? needs to be a clean environment okay. right yeah of course you can't have good hospitality and have a messy ca um, cafe yeah i, I just definitely uh you know distracts from the experience yeah sure. if you're gonna do something do it do it greatly you know do it um hygienically hygienically <laughs> like i don't know i've been to different shops too where it's like they have amazing coffee but it's just like dirty i see things that are dirty and i'm just like i don't feel like again it like affects my experience a sure. little bit with thinking like eh, yeah that's kind of i wonder if they clean the machine uh, that's you know, right like, that's right i don't know it's just weird stuff like that sure um very cool so let's move on to the next thing um so outside of the general experience of the shop um I think options are important. Okay. And when I say options, I'm thinking like, you know, coffee from around the world. Like you, you don't come in, it's the same coffee every single day. So like rotating roasters. Or either rotating roasters or rotating coffee from maybe even the same roaster. Great. But like the coffee needs to be changing because otherwise you're not really 
diverse. You're not. Uh, I would say you're not really challenging yourself, your baristas, or your guests in mm. getting to know coffee. Because if you just provide a Colombian all the time, say it's just you have one coffee and you brew it three different ways, or you brew it two different ways, and you prepare that. I think a coffee. I think a, a cafe should have a you know a good staple. Oh, they need a staple. A good you know yeah. a good coffee that totally. It's totally. like yeah, you know I go here and I know that I can always get this really awesome coffee. Right, because that's good hospitality. Having something people can come back to and be yeah, because like, oh, you've here. got the regulars and you know right, they just want the same cup of coffee every morning. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But even so, if we're if if we're aiming as as a community who love coffee to expand the knowledge on coffee, we can't just be okay with just serving the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I think that introducing new programs and things like that, or even having cupping, you know, uh, you wouldn't call them cuppings, but we do in the tastings, tastings yeah. with uh, guests and like having a tasting and just having the same coffee all the time. That's like not getting done what we're trying to do here. Again, we're, we're about building community. I think part of that is the novelty of bringing in something new. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, um, today before the podcast, Wes brought me a gift. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a present. This, this is right up the alley of specialty coffee, Sure, I think, because of the reason he did it. Anyway, he brought it and he ground it and it and I... my gut was just like, this is wrong. Something oh, don't is very even, wrong. Don't here. even say that. Something was wrong. Okay. I told you. I was like, <laughs> this does not smell right. You were on the fence. You were like, do I, I like, was, am I, I supposed was, to like this or am I supposed to hate this? And you didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know until <laughs> until it got wet. Yeah. And when it got wet, I it's, knew, man. It, was, uh, it smelled like. So uh, I, I brought in. Like a, a porta potty. Uh, yeah. I brought in uh, a washed Ethiopian that was fully defective. It was fully fermented coffee. And the reason I wanted to bring this in, Jesse, was so that, um, you know, you I would ha- that you could be able to try this defect of coffee and be able to identify it, for one, and uh, you know just have that cataloged in your in your sensory, yeah, uh, you're in your palate because now I tell you what you smell that or you taste that again, the first thing you're gonna remember is that fermented cup that I just right. you know just finished cupping with you, so it's definitely good. I mean, that's something I see all the time. And quality control is we're always expanding our catalog. Um, we're always refining our palettes. And, you know, in quality control, yes, we are more, uh, you know, focused on, um, you know, defect hunting, right? So we're very sensitive to uh, Rio Riado cups. We're very sensitive to phenolic cups. We're very sensitive to, uh, you know, potato and ferment and, and you know, all these other uh chemical type defects um but and that just comes from the you know over and over cupping it and tasting it in different coffees and being able to uh, identify it so education yeah i I brought it in for the learning experience and i think that that is what defines the specialty coffee community is education um this has been something that sticks with me it's something i'm pursuing in my life as a career uh, I want to educate people because I think it really, really matters. I mean, when you start talking about education and you start talking about the process of coffee and, and how it's all grown hands. and all the hands, it's right. like you get into the nitty gritty of like, this is this what is, coffee is. This is a worldwide yeah. 
it's crop. a global it's a global thing commodity that, <laughs> yeah it's a global commodity and yeah. there's so many pieces Avenues. that are moving right. and there's so many people involved and how could you not care right and it's like typically it's not that people don't care they just don't know they think coffee just comes out of nowhere and it's just there every morning for them yeah and they don't realize that somebody is picking these off off of the coffee tree and and they don't realize the processes and i mean i had somebody today and i'm just like i cannot believe this is happening but they like like, in love right like in love oh sure totally (laughs) hey why are you what you don't need to clean your coffee pot it's coffee and i'm like it's do you know coffee is like an organic (laughs) substance like it grows mold like organic things do (laughs) (laughs) but it's like people have this weird weird they're seasoning the pot man what's wrong with that (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing is like people are just so they they in a sense they need it like they need to be enlightened to what coffee can be yeah where it comes from and those things i mean coffee is definitely a special special thing um and education you know is completely a part of that and making people aware of the specialty that coffee is but what truly makes coffee special and that's something i kind of wanted to bring up and talk about is because not all coffee is created equal oh no i mean i just had one it wasn't created equal (laughs) i'm just saying not all coffee (laughs) is created equal yeah i mean you've got robusta they really can't compete with arabica you're on you know different playing fields there You've got high growns versus lower growns. You know, you've got different varietal types. You've got different soils. Um, not to mention that, but you've got different picking techniques. You know, you've got uh, hand picking, like selective picking, where you're only picking ripe cherries, as opposed to uh, the less you know, desirable strip picking, where you just kind of take all the cherries off the off the uh, you know tree, and then you've got the mechanical stripping which is where right. these big machines you know shake the trees in brazil and you've got all these underripes overripes everything in between you know being collected um you know that that all goes into this big mill and it's like you know that there's just there's a lot to um the quality of coffee that starts from the very beginning all the way back at origin um so just because coffee is being served to you in a hip environment does not technically mean that the coffee in your hand is special. Okay, now let's throw a number because we talked about this off the podcast when it comes to quality. Yeah. And what are your expectations or what would you like to see in specialty coffee as far as grading goes? Um, grading, are you talking about like physical uh, green beans? Or, yeah, or, I'm talking or about cup? like the... like. Because that was one of the questions cups, asked. Yeah. That was one of the questions asked, um, actually, on Instagram by Christopher. Awesome, cool dude. Let's address it. Um, and he asked, you know, uh, what the SCAA scores are coffee on? Is it based off of the green or the cup? Well, the SCAA cupping score is based off of the cup. Right. Um, but there are specific, uh, you know, specs that make coffee a specialty or non-specialty. So a specialty coffee can have zero primary defects, and those are your full bucks, your full sours, uh, any foreign matter such as rocks, stones, you know, anything in any primary defects um, already, you know, cancels out 
disqualifies your coffee from being specialty. Um, not only that, but it has to have a certain cupping score so it can be clean, but if it doesn't cup above an 82, an 82 is the flat out cutout. You know, you've, you're at 82, you're specialty, you're at 81, you're not. So that's the, the bottom <clears throat> of the specialty you know, zone. Right. So I like to see my coffees, what I would consider as a specialty cup, cupping coffee is anything above an 85. Anything right. that will really, you know, challenge your palate to be like, whoa, this is different. This is awesome. And we've all had those types of coffees, but then we've Certainly. also had those coffees that just kind of get thrown under the rug because they're just coffee. And it's not like it's bad coffee at all. Sure. It might have been brewed really, really well, but it's not like it's exceptional coffee either. And here's, okay, here's something I'm going to bring into the conversation because I've been saying it since we started the podcast. Well, this is a question, hmm. but at what point is that natural Ethiopian just not so special anymore? You know, because everybody plays that card. Yeah, and I think it has to do with, uh, you know, the person drinking it because right. everyone's got to go through that natural Ethiopian they, phase. They really like, do. Yeah, the fruit bomb phase. Yeah, like it's it's just kind of a part of growing up. It's You know what? You bring a good world. point. I think it is. It is a great thing to have in a shop, but for me, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm just like, hit me with the different things. Yes. Like, I'm ready to taste it all. And but like, how long were you drinking Ethiopian apples? I mean, yeah, okay. for so, real. <laughs> that's fair. Roasters, totally true. cafes, keep doing that because, you know, it's good. It's I would good say, stuff. I would say rotate it. Rotate that thing because you, you, you definitely want to reach the newbies because that first Ethiopian natural that that you know person drinks oh, is going to be mind blowing. Oh, them. it's always yeah. And then they're always going to remember you're the cafe or you're the roaster that you know got me into specialty coffee. That's so so you definitely need to have that Ethiopian natural. It's like it's a staple. That's so true. Um, oh, what a game But changer. yeah, to those who have you know spent the last year 2015 drinking Ethiopian naturals, I think a lot of us are kind of you know like hey, I'm tired of drinking the same cup right i'm kind of ready for the wash dude i've been really complex. enjoying you know honduras and costa rica yeah and the pngs have been amazing dude for real so this has like, been my favorite cup. it's really like you know you get to a point where it's like okay i've had this it's good it's not that it's not good but i want to experience more right so i guess with what makes coffee special is uniqueness as well it has to be unique totally for me. like i cup colombians that come from the fnc you know it's pretty much like a government cheese you could call it it's just uh you know government grade coffee and these coffees taste good they're bright they're sweet they've got a fruity aspect to them if i were to give you a cup you would enjoy it but cupping so many of these coffees back to back you realize these all kind of cup really good but they all kind of cup the same and then when i have a coffee from la palma el tucan when they're right. doing that crazy, uh, the process, yeah, the crazy processing, and yeah. it was like a truly unique, special cup, and I got it from Blue Copper, uh, posted it up on Instagram. A couple of you know the guys, you guys out in the community have tried it. It's really good. If you can get your hands on it, the La Palma, Le Tucan from Blue Copper is great. It's definitely going to be one of those coffees that uh, is unique. Right. For sure, in 2016. And actually, like, I just read about them. This is another thing, specialty coffee is about competition as well, like going and making sure standards are being kept through competition. Okay. And uh, 
I just saw this the other day. I wanted to bring it up. Uh, La Palma El Tucan uh, mentioned that there's this uh, barista that's going to be using one of their coffees um, for the for the Brewers Cup. Nice. Um, That'll be fun. So anyway, yeah, you can find them on on Instagram and and follow. They have really cool pics. But yeah, I think Cafe Imports also hosts uh, trips to Origin at La Palma. Awesome. So you, if you really want to go to Origin, uh, La Palma has like a really awesome tour you can go there and watch them you know and cup with them and all that it's great yeah that's really cool um but, you know i think specialty coffee you have to be passionate for one from the ground to the cup and i think you also have to be or it has to be unique right there's got to be a yep. bit of a uniqueness to it <clears throat> right. it can't just be government cheese <laughs> uh definitely so that that goes into the whole options i think options matter and mm-hmm. and rolling all the way back around now into baristas um we just mentioned that there are competitions but i think the main deal for specialty shops is your baristas need to be trained and educated you can't have people behind the bar or brewing cups of coffee that don't care about what they're doing that's and passion right there you gotta have the passion yeah like totally i i was just talking uh i think it was today or yesterday because i'm going to be hiring um some baristas soon and i was just like I'm not going to hire people who aren't passionate about coffee. Like I don't want people who are like halfway in, halfway out. Like I want people who are all in brewing these cups of coffee. Like Uh, it's their career. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it, it it can be a career. It is a career. It it is a career. It can be a career. There's so many people I think that are stuck in like second wave shops that love the, like love the thing, but they're like, this isn't a career. Yeah. But like specialty coffee is such a career. It's such mm-hmm. an awesome direction to go, um, mm-hmm. and so I encourage you if you're if you are loving home brewing, and you're like I don't know what I want to do as a career, you should really pursue the specialty coffee market. I think there's so yeah. much happening. And if you are one of those <clears throat> second wave cafes, and I know that you know we happen to live Jesse in a part of Texas that, um, you know the specialty coffee scene is here in Austin, Texas. Right, but. I've heard of places, you know, that don't actually have anything around them like that. So you homebrewers out there could be the groundbreakers. Yeah, yeah. you guys are like the first line of defense or offense, if you want to say that. Because you don't have anywhere to go but your kitchen to make a really good cup of coffee. So I don't know, you entrepreneurs out there who or you just second wave coffee shop owners, you want to step up your game. I've heard so many cool stories of um, brick and mortar cafes you know, selling coffee, and then next thing you know, they're buying a five-kilo roaster mm-hmm. and bringing in their own beans and roasting. And, you know, it, it, it's really cool. I mean, right. Cuvée did that pretty much. No, oh, totally. And yeah. uh, plenty of others, plenty of others. are. Um, but, yeah, that all goes into the passion as well. So, especially uh, coffee. Yeah. What makes coffee special is passion, quality, uniqueness, education, what what else could we add, Jesse? Um, I think as the final, the final thing, uh, if we're gonna talk about brewing coffee as a craft, um, especially behind the espresso bar, you're gonna get a lot of mixed drinks. Um, and my mind is changing in this area for a few reasons, but I think that when it comes to ingredients, and I'm talking about, you know, your coffee obviously needs to be 
great. It needs to be good quality. I'm talking your water. Mm. I'm talking about um, the syrups you use. Mm. If you use syrups, like need to be high quality ingredients. Um, mm. Just realistically, you're you're if you're going to be a specialty service of any kind, you need to go the extra mile to provide a specialty experience. And I think, you know. Uh, I don't want to name drop different like brands of syrups, but sure. like I'm not going to do that. But yeah. um, I would just challenge you, like you know, limit your syrup options if that means you can make your own syrup. Like those sorts of decisions, it's a game changer. Uh, those sorts of decisions, anyway. Absolutely. So, what is specialty coffee? Is it the cupping score? Yes. Or is it the uh, experience the yes uh, the syrups the uh, music uh, level the education what what is specialty coffee I think you cannot separate the experience from the quality absolutely and I think you cannot separate the quality from the experience a specialty shop is somewhere you go has great quality mm-hmm. has great hospitality absolutely has a great environment yep all of the above you can't you can't um, <laughs> You yeah. can't take the holes out of Swiss cheese. You there know we what I'm go. saying? We don't want that state cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Specialty coffee. It is the cup score. It is the experience. It is a combination of them both. Good coffee does not just grow on trees. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the SCAA quote? we got to throw in that Good SCAA coffee. coffee. Because good good coffee does not just grow on trees. Thanks for tuning in to The Coffee Podcast. Our focus is people and our language is coffee. Happy brewing.